thank you for joining the Bogart Press through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, our study is entitled God's Sovereignty at Work and comes from 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel 1 through 4, and 1 Chronicles 1 through 10. During this study, we will recognize the sovereignty of God, which directs the affairs of men and nation in spite of human weakness. You can purchase your copy of this book along with many other study resources on our website, bogardpress.org. So grab your copy of the Summer 2023 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. The lesson for July 16, 2023 is entitled, Samuel's Farewell Sermon. It comes from 1 Samuel chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, verses 6 and 7, and verses 12 through 25. The key verse, Only fear the Lord and serve Him in truth with all your heart, for consider how great things He hath done for you. 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 24. The application, the student will comprehend that God longs for His people to be humble and obedient to Him. Seeking the context, if we believe not, yet He abideth faithful. He cannot deny himself. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 13. When we are faithless, God is faithful. What a wonderful truth. I am so thankful that God's faithfulness to me does not depend on my faithfulness to him. God cannot be anything other than faithful because faithfulness is an essential quality of his person. In other words, God would not be God if he were not faithful. This is why our salvation is secure. I did not gain salvation, nor can I keep it by being faithful to God. When God gives his word, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, Romans 10.13, he never goes back on it. It is for certain because he is faithful. Because God's faithfulness we can confidently say with the Apostle Paul, For I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. God's faithfulness to us should energize our faithfulness to him. King Saul had led Israel to victory over the Ammonites. 1 Samuel 11. Admirably, he gave the Lord all the credit for this victory. Samuel took the opportunity to summon the people to Gilgal, where they confirmed Saul as king and gave thanks to the Lord. At the end of the celebration, Samuel delivered a sermon on faithfulness. Samuel had been faithful to the people of Israel. The Lord had been faithful to the people of Israel. So Samuel charged Israel, who did not have a good record of being faithful, to be faithful to the Lord. How important to you is God's faithfulness? Searching the text, Samuel's faithfulness. 1 Samuel chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And Samuel said unto all Israel, Behold, I have hearkened unto your voice in all that you said unto me, and have made a king over you. And now behold, the king walketh before you, And I am old and gray-headed, and behold, my sons are with you. And I have walked before you from my childhood unto this day. 
Samuel was a great man of God. He served the Lord faithfully as a prophet, priest, and judge. He delivered the word of, the, of God to the people, led them in worship, and told them what the Lord required. When he began his ministry, Israel was spiritually bankrupt. He had managed to lead Israel to revival, in which they got rid of their strange gods and served the Lord only, 1 Samuel chapter 7 and verse 4. But Israel broke his heart when they asked for a king, 1 Samuel chapter 8 verse 6. They rejected his leadership, but more than that, they rejected the Lord as their king, verse 7. But the Lord commanded Samuel to do as the people wanted, and Samuel anointed Saul as Israel's first king and his replacement as Israel's leader. Samuel was greatly respected in Israel. Many of the people listening to Samuel could tell the story of his amazing birth and how he grew up in the tabernacle ministering before the Lord. It did not take long before everyone in Israel knew that the Lord was with Samuel, and every word he spoke was reliable. All Israel knew that Samuel was a faithful prophet of the Lord. But Samuel was old, and it was time for someone else to lead Israel. Samuel's sons were not faithful and would not take over for their father, verses 1-3. through three. It was time to turn over the reins of leadership to King Saul. But first, Samuel would give reminders and warnings to Israel. Some might read Samuel's words as somewhat of a brag as he recounted his faithfulness to Israel. But we should read them as an admonishment to King Saul. Previously, Samuel had warned how a king would take and take and take from the people, verses 11 through 18. Instead of taking from the people, Samuel was urging King Saul to be a selfless leader as he had been. What would you say is Samuel's most admirable quality? Number two, the Lord's faithfulness. 1 Samuel chapter 12, verses 6 and 7. And Samuel said unto the people, It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron, and that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now therefore stand still, that I may reason with you before the Lord of all the righteous acts of the Lord, which he did to you and to your fathers. More important than Samuel's faithfulness was the Lord's faithfulness to Israel. Samuel was careful to say that it was the Lord's faithfulness that enabled men like himself, Moses and Aaron, to lead Israel to great victories. The Lord had brought Israel to the promised land and given them so many blessings to enjoy. Recounting the exodus from Egypt and the many times the Lord delivered Israel from self-inflicted hardships in the days of the judges, Samuel reminded Israel just how faithful the Lord had been to them. The wording of verse 7 takes on the tone of a lawyer making his case before a court. Samuel was making the case that God's great faithfulness should be more than enough reason to motivate Israel's faithfulness to God. But how had they fared? Israel's unfaithfulness to God was an embarrassment. The Lord had always done Israel right. No one in Israel could point an accusative finger at God and say that he had not kept his promises. Yet Israel repeatedly broke their promises to the Lord. 
how embarrassing it is to always slap the hand that protects and feeds you. I find it telling that the Bible repeatedly extols God's faithfulness as reasons for our faithfulness to Him. Moses did so in Deuteronomy 7. Jeremiah did so in Lamentations 3, in which we have the beautiful words, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Lamentations 3, verses 22 and 23. Peter called us to commit our souls to a faithful creator. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 19. And the Hebrews writer based his plea of, for faithful church attendance on God's faithfulness. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 through 25. So consider how faithful the Lord has been to you. And then consider how faithful you have been to the Lord. When I do this, I am again thankful that the Lord's faithfulness to me is not dependent on my faithfulness to Him. Can you find other Bible verses that speak of God's faithfulness? Number three, Israel's faithfulness. 1 Samuel chapter 12, verses 12 through 15, and verses 20 through 22. And when you saw that Nahash, the king of the children of Ammon, came against you, you said unto me, Nay, but a king shall reign over us, when the Lord your God was your king. Now therefore, behold, the king whom you have chosen, and whom ye have desired, and behold, the Lord has set a king over you. If ye will fear the Lord, and serve him, and obey his voice, and not rebel against the commandments of the Lord. Then shall both ye and also the king that reigns over you continue following the Lord your God. But if ye will not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then shall the hand of the Lord be against you, as it was against your fathers. And Samuel said unto the people, Fear not, ye have done all this wickedness, Yet turn not aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart, and turn ye not aside, for then should ye go after vain things which cannot profit nor deliver, for they are vain. For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it hath pleased the Lord to make you his people. The Lord had been so very faithful to Israel, and Israel had been so very unfaithful to the Lord. When the Lord had delivered them time and time again from their enemies, Israel insisted on a king to deliver them when the Ammonites arose up against them. Samuel had said that it was not Moses, Aaron himself, or any other leader in Israel who had delivered them. It was the Lord and him only. Why would they not understand that a king would not be the solution to their problems? God was their king, and he had solved all their problems. Nonetheless, Israel had the king they so strongly desired. But Israel reminded them that God is still their God. A king could never take his place. They were still to fear him, serve him, and obey his voice. They were not to rebel against the commands. Their future success or failure still depended on whether they obeyed the Lord. This included the king as well. 
I am not sure if Israel was listening or not. But to get their attention, the Lord thundered from heaven and sent rain during the wheat harvest, which was the dry season. Samuel had told them of his displeasure of their request for a king. Now the Lord was showing his. This did, did get the people's attention, and they feared for their lives and asked Samuel to pray for them. They also confessed their sins, including asking for a king. I do not know if their confession was sincere or not. Samuel reminded the people that the right course of action following disobedience is obedience. Verses 20 and 21. People sometimes think they are at a point of no return. But the Lord is always faithful to forgive when we confess our sins. 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. From there, we are to strive to obey the Lord going forward. Israel was still the people of God, and he had not forsaken them. Samuel would be faithful to continue to pray for them and teach them the good and right way of the Lord. Verse 24 is another way of saying, Be faithful to God because he has been so very faithful to you. But God is always faithful to his word. He had told Israel time and time again that he would bless their obedience and curse their disobedience. If they chose to disobey, then they would be consumed. This included their newly anointed king. Can you describe a time when the Lord was faithful to you while you were unfaithful to him? Setting the application. Much of Israel's story is about God's faithfulness in the midst of their unfaithfulness. I must admit this is very much my story too. I often ask God why he is so good to me when I am a lousy servant. He gave me a wonderful wife and beautiful daughters. He has given me and my family good health. The Lord gave my oldest daughter a faithful husband who leads her, and most recently my first grandchild in serving the Lord. He allows me to live in the greatest country in the world and to pastor the best church in the world. He gives me so much more than I need, and I could go on and on and on. Great is thy faithfulness. Lamentations 3 and verse 23. God has been more than faithful to me, but how faithful am I to him? Sharing this lesson with you has stirred my heart with conviction. I need to do better because God gave me his very best. Of all the many blessings I could list, the one that stands out the most is, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 How does your faithfulness to God compare to his faithfulness to you? Thank you for joining us in another lesson of the Bogart Press through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying with you again next week as we continue recognizing God's sovereignty at work in the scriptures. Bogart Press is the publishing ministry of the American Baptist Association. We exist to equip churches with the resource they need to carry out the Great Commission. These resources include Bible study materials for preschoolers through adults, including Sunday school, children's chapel, Bible training course, Bible challenge, and vacation Bible school. 
Please visit our website to find all the ministry resources you will need at bogardpress.org. That's bogardpress.org. Until next week, find daily encouragement from our daily devotion at bogardpress.org.